The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Tuesday Good News Day has arrived. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, January 18th, 2022, Tuesday of the second week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's a liturgical year C, cycle two. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the Rosary. And our saint today is Saint Margaret of Hungary, born in 1242, the daughter of King Bela IV. She became a Dominican novice at the age of 12 in a royal convent built on an island in the Danube. Now, she was a princess among nuns who were of noble descent, but she objected to any special treatment, and she went out of her way to perform the most menial tasks and the most exacting labors on behalf of the poor and most advanced hospital cases. This brought on fatigue, of which she died on January 18th in the year 1271. St. Margaret of Hungary, pray for us. And let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I adore you and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace be always with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for all those suffering from religious discrimination and persecution. May their own rights and dignity be recognized, which originate from being brothers and sisters in the human family. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you're here that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. According to a UK travel company, yesterday was Blue Monday. They say, it is the most depressing day of the year, according to their own secret algorithm. <laughs> well, I don't know if you had a blue Monday or a whole blue week or whole blue year. But regardless of the color of the day, it is true that after the Christmas holidays, everything seems a bit of an uphill struggle. And maybe to lift our spirits, today we read in the Mass, the beginning of the story of David. You, Lord, asked Samuel to go to Bethlehem to the house of Jesse and anoint one of his children. Now, he had eight children, and Samuel made the usual mistake of trying to guess which one you, Lord, had chosen. He saw the eldest boy, Eliab, strong, tall, handsome, and thought, surely, he is the one. <laughs> but you, Lord, told him, Do not judge from his appearance or from his lofty stature, 
because I have rejected him. God does not see as man sees, because man sees the appearance, but the Lord looks into the heart. Something we read also in the Gospel of St. John, that you, Jesus, knew what was in the heart of men. Well, seven of Jesus' children came, and you, Lord, didn't choose any of them. Now, I'm also the seventh child in a large family, and I love this Bible text. <laughs> For we, the little ones of large families, we always feel like we are the last for everything. <laughs> anyway, Samuel asked Jesse to call the little one of the family. And when David appeared, Samuel saw that he wasn't strong or tall like his older brothers. We read that he was glowing with health, with beautiful eyes, good-looking, an impressive boy. It is a beautiful beginning to a promising story. A handsome little shepherd, loved by God and chosen to be a king. It is a beautiful story, and it is not just David's story. It is also your story and mine. You see, you, Lord, love me as much as you loved David. You know my heart. You made it. And you see me, as you saw in David, not the little thing that I am, but the great saint that I can become. For when we think about young David, we see the great potential that he had. Chosen and loved by God, that little shepherd had everything it took to become the mightiest king of his times. A lover of God and a prophet and the writer of beautiful psalms. Of him, you, Lord, would say, I found David, a man after my own heart. Well, he had everything. You, Lord, defended him from the persecution of Saul. You established him as king, fought alongside his army, and David ended up ruling over a great land. And he also loved you, Lord, and decided he wanted to build a great temple for you. He really had a great heart. So you, Lord, promised him an everlasting kingdom. You made a covenant with him. The Messiah would be called Son of David. It was all developing as the beautiful story it was meant to be. Until, well, until something went wrong. You remember. One terrible day, David became an adulterer and a murderer. He started accumulating sins. On another day, he disobeyed the Lord by ordering a census. Well, that didn't please you, Lord. That beautiful story had been spoiled. A man after your own heart had now become one more great sinner. So what happened next? Well, we wouldn't be surprised if you, Lord, had decided to call off your pact. After all, would you, Lord, want to be the descendant of an adulterer and a murderer? We wouldn't be surprised if you, Lord, 
had terminated his kinship there and then, and appointed someone else to lead your people. We wouldn't be surprised if David had ended up forsaken, abandoned by everyone, and punished for his sins with leprosy or something like that. But that's not what we read. The fact is, and this is the content of our prayer now, the fact is that in your eyes, in your sight, Lord, David was still that lovely kid that you loved so much. Because you, Lord, don't change your mind. Let's dwell on this today in our prayer. You, Lord, saw in David not what he was, but what he was destined to become. What you saw was your project, your great expectations of that little good-looking shepherd after your own heart. You, Lord, never stopped loving your children, no matter what they have done against you. You know our hearts. You made them. You know how much they can love. And you see in us not the little thing that we are, but the great saints that we can become. Regardless of my sins and miseries, you see in me a heart you made for yourself, a heart that can love so much. And no sin, no mistake, no misery can ever impede my heart from loving as much as you, Lord, made it capable of loving. You, who now pray with me, you and I, like David, have a very promising life ahead. God has great expectations of you and me. We are destined for greatness, for love, for eternal happiness. We are loved by God. And there is nothing, nothing that can change that. As St. John Paul II said, we are not the sum of our weaknesses and failures. We are the sum of the Father's love for us and our real capacity to become the image of his Son, Jesus. So, whatever happens in my life, whatever I do, beyond any fear, any doubt, any misery, Every time you, Lord, stare at me, you have that tender look of a father who sees not what I am, but what I can become. You see something more beautiful, more extraordinary, more amazing than I can even imagine. You see the promise of every hope, every dream, every wish, every capability every expectation you have of me. You, Lord, see your project. That's what St. Catherine of Siena meant when she said, Be who God meant you to be, and you will set the world on fire. Nothing can change God's perception of me. Whatever I do, you, Jesus, don't throw in the towel. You don't lower your expectations of me. Understand this. The real Goliath of David wasn't the giant that could be killed with a stone. The real Goliath was the discouragement 
when he saw his sins and miseries. But he didn't give up. And that's why he was according to God's heart. Mary, my mother immaculate, you also see your children with the eyes of an affectionate mother. Help me to become, with the help of St. Joseph, the child that God planned me to be. To never give up meeting his expectations. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 16 minutes past the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday of the second week in Ordinary Time, January 18th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord our mighty God. Come, let us worship the Lord our mighty God. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to Him. We are his people, the sheep of his flock. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Go within his gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God.
Surrender to God, and He will do everything for you. Surrender to God, and And He will do everything for you. Do not fret because of the wicked. Do not envy those who do evil, for they wither quickly like grass and fade like the green of the fields. If you trust in the Lord and do good, then you will live in the land and be secure. If you find your delight in the Lord, He will grant your heart's desire. Commit your life to the Lord. Trust in Him and He will act. So that your justice breaks forth like the light, your cause like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait in patience. Do not fret at the man who prospers, a man who makes evil plots to bring down the needy and the poor. Calm your anger and forget your rage. Do not fret, it only leads to evil. For those who do evil shall perish. The patient shall inherit the land. A little longer, and the wicked shall have gone. Look at his place, he is not there. But the humble shall own the land and enjoy the fullness of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Surrender to God, and He will do everything for you. Turn away from evil. Learn to do God's will. The Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. Turn away from evil. Learn to do God's will. And the Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. The wicked man plots against the just and gnashes his teeth against him. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that his day is at hand. The sword of the wicked is drawn. His bow is bent to slaughter the upright. Their sword shall pierce their own hearts, and their bows shall be broken to pieces. The just man's few possessions are better than the wicked man's wealth. For the power of the wicked shall be broken, and the Lord will support the just. He protects the lives of the upright. Their heritage will last forever. They shall not be put to shame in evil days. In time of famine, their food shall not fail. But all the wicked shall perish, and all the enemies of the Lord. They are like the beauty of the meadows. They shall vanish. They shall vanish like smoke. The wicked man borrows without repaying, but the just man is generous and gives. Those blessed by the Lord shall own the land, but those he has cursed shall be destroyed. The Lord guides the steps of a man and makes safe the path of one he loves. Though he stumble, he shall never fall, for the Lord holds him by the hand. I was young, and now I am old, but I have never seen the just man forsaken, nor his children begging for bread. 
All the day he is generous and lends, and his children become a blessing. Then turn away from evil and do good, and you shall have a home forever. For the Lord loves justice and will never forsake his friends. The unjust shall be wiped out forever, and the children of the wicked destroyed. The just shall inherit the land, there they shall live forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Turn Turn away from evil, learn to do God's will, and the Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in His way. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in His way. The just man's mouth utters wisdom, and his lips speak what is right. The law of his God is in his heart. His steps shall be saved from stumbling. The wicked man watches for the just and seeks occasion to kill him. The Lord will not leave him in his power, nor let him be condemned when he is judged. Then wait for the Lord, keep to his way. It is he who will free you from the wicked, raise you up to possess the land and see the wicked destroyed. I have seen the wicked triumphant, towering like a cedar of Lebanon. I passed by again. He was gone. I searched. He was nowhere to be found. See the just man. Mark the upright. For the peaceful man, a future lies in store. But sinners shall all be destroyed. No future lies in store for the wicked. The salvation of the just comes from the Lord, their stronghold in time of distress. The Lord helps them and delivers them and saves them, for their refuge is in Him. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. You proclaim the poor to be blessed, Lord Jesus, for the kingdom of heaven is given to them. Fill us generously with your gifts. Teach us to put our trust in the Father and to seek his kingdom first of all, rather than imitate the powerful and envy the rich. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in his way. Teach me goodness and holy wisdom, for I have put my trust in your guidance. From the book of Deuteronomy, Moses spoke to the people, saying, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. Therefore you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and with all your strength. Take to heart these words which I enjoin on you today. Drill them into your children. Speak of them at home and abroad, whether you are busy or at rest. 
Bind them at your wrist as a sign, and let them be as a pendant on your forehead. Write them on the doorposts of your houses and on your gates. When the Lord your God brings you into the land which he swore to your fathers Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that he would give you a land with fine, large cities that you did not build, with houses full of goods of all sorts that you did not garner, with cisterns that you did not dig, with vineyards and olive groves that you did not plant. And when, therefore, you eat your fill, take care not to forget the Lord, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, that place of slavery. The Lord your God shall you fear. Him shall you serve, and by his name shall you swear. You shall not follow other gods, such as those of the surrounding nations, lest the wrath of the Lord your God flare up against you, and he destroy you from the face of the land. For the Lord your God, who is in your midst, is a jealous God. You shall not put the Lord your God to the test as you did at Massa, but keep the commandments of the Lord your God and the ordinances and the statutes he has enjoined on you. Do what is right and good in the sight of the Lord, that you may, according to his word, prosper and may enter in and possess the good land which the Lord promised on an oath to your fathers, thrusting all your enemies out of your way. Later on, when your son asks you what these ordinances, statutes, and decrees mean which the Lord our God has enjoined on you, you shall say to your son, We were once slaves of Pharaoh in Egypt, but the Lord brought us out of Egypt with his strong hand and wrought before our eyes signs and wonders great and dire against Egypt and against Pharaoh and his whole house. He brought us from there to lead us into the land he promised on oath to our fathers and to give it to us. Therefore the Lord commanded us to observe all these statutes in fear of the Lord, our God, that we may always have prosperous and a happy life as we have today. And our justice before the Lord, our God, is to consist in carefully observing all these commandments he has enjoined on us. The law of the Lord is perfect. It gives life to the soul. The word of the Lord is to be trusted. It gives wisdom to the simple. The command of the Lord is clear. It gives light to the eye. The man who loves his neighbor fulfills the law. The whole law is summed up in love. For love is the fulfillment of the law. The command of the Lord is clear. It gives light to the eye. A reading from a letter to the Corinthians by St. Clement I, Pope. Let the man truly possessed by the love of Christ keep his commandments. 
Who can express the binding power of divine love? Who can find words for the splendor of its beauty? Beyond all description are the heights to which it lifts us. Love unites us to God. It cancels innumerable sins, has no limits to its endurance, bears everything patiently. Love is neither servile nor arrogant. It does not provoke schisms or form cliques, but always acts in harmony with others. By it all, God's chosen ones have been sanctified. Without it, it is impossible to please Him. Out of love, the Lord took us to Himself, because He loved us, and it was God's will. Our Lord Jesus Christ gave His life's blood for us. He gave His body for our body, His soul for our soul. See then, beloved, what a great and wonderful thing love is, and how inexpressible its perfection. Who are worthy to possess it, unless God makes them so? To him, therefore, we must turn, begging of his mercy, that there may be found in us a love free from human partiality and beyond reproach. Every generation from Adam's time to ours has passed away, but those who by God's grace were made perfect in love have a dwelling now among the saints. And when at last the kingdom of Christ appears, they will be revealed. Take shelter in your rooms for a little while, says Scripture, until my wrath subsides. Then I will remember the good days and will raise you from your graves. Happy are we, beloved, if love enables us to live in harmony and in the observance of God's commandments. For then it will also gain for us the remission of our sins. Scripture pronounces, Happy those whose transgressions are pardoned, whose sins are forgiven. Happy the man, it says, to whom the Lord imputes no fault, on whose lips there is no guile. This is the blessing given those whom God has chosen through Jesus Christ our Lord. To him be glory for ever and ever. Amen. We have put our faith in the love God has for us. Those who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. Let us love one another, for love comes from God. Those who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, who govern all things, both in heaven and on earth, mercifully hear the pleading of your people and bestow your peace on our times. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. 22 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming up next, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Tuesday, January 18th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, some of the disciples of the Lord are caught working on a Sabbath. 
It's from the second chapter of the Gospel of Mark. One Sabbath, he was going through the grain fields, and as they made their way, his disciples began to pluck heads of grain. The Pharisees said to him, Look, why are they doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? Have you never read what David did? When he was in need and was hungry, he and those who were with him, how he entered the house of God when Abiathar was high priest and ate the bread of the presence, which it is not lawful for any but the priests to eat, and also gave it to those who were with him? The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized Hill Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find daily and Sunday Mass readings on the relevant radio app. Well, one way that we can give glory to God every day is through our work. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. dignity of the human being, a creature made in God's image, is the only criterion by which to judge the real progress of society, of work, of science, and not the reverse. Man's dignity is expressed by the whole of his personal and social activity, particularly in the field of work. It is in the area of work that God's creature, man, at once realized and accomplished the command of his Creator, who brought him out of nothing and put him into a world without sin, so that he should work, and in this way give glory to him. This is why the church defends the dignity of the person who works, and who is deprived of this dignity when he is esteemed only for what he produces, when work is considered merely as merchandise, and more value is given to the work than to the worker, to the object more than to the subject who accomplished it. As John Paul II says expressively, one work is used as an element for gain, esteeming the worker only by what he produces. It is not a matter of external gesture towards them or a way of treating workers, because even with cordial relationships, it is possible to proceed against other people's dignity if they are subordinated to merely utilitarian ends, such as mechanization, in order to raise productivity or to keep peace within the firm. We have to venerate God's image in every individual person. We would be far from having a Christian outlook if our sight were fixed on the ground. The most reliable indicators of justice in social relations are neither the volume of wealth created nor the manner of its distribution. We need to examine whether the structure, the functioning, the environment of an economic system are such that they curtail the human dignity of all those who expend their own energy in it. We have to keep ever in mind that the supreme criterion in the use of material goods must be that of facilitating and promoting the spiritual perfection of human beings in both the natural and the supernatural order, beginning as it is logical with those who produce the goods. This is why the intimate connection between work and ownership demands for its own perfection that the person who carries out the work can consider in some way that 
he is putting his labor into something which is to some extent, and in a very real sense, his own. The dignity of work is given expression in the just wage, the basis of all social justice, even where it is a matter of a free contract. For although the stipulated salary may be in accordance with the letter of the law, this does not legitimize any recompense that may be agreed on. If the contractor, the head of a company, the builder, the owner, the mistress of the house wants to take advantage of a situation where there is a surplus of labor, for example, so as to pay salaries incommensurate with the worker's dignity as a human being, it would be an offense against the men or women concerned, as well as being against their creator, because they have an inalienable natural right to sufficient means for the support of themselves and of their families, which takes precedence over the right of free contract. Another logical consequence is that we all have a duty to do our work well. We cannot neglect our duty or be satisfied with working in a half-hearted manner. Laziness and work badly done similarly offend against social justice. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Thirteen minutes before the hour, time to pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Lord, send forth your light and your truth. Lord, send forth your light and your truth. Defend me, O God, and plead my cause against a godless nation. From deceitful and cunning men rescue me, O God. Since you, O God, are my stronghold, why have you rejected me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe? O send forth your light and your truth. Let these be my guide. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to the place where you dwell. And I will come to the altar of God, the God of my joy. My Redeemer, I will thank you on the harp, O God, my God. Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty Father, source of everlasting light, send forth your truth into our hearts and pour over us the brightness of your light. Lord, Lord, send send forth forth your your light and and your your truth. Lord, keep us safe all the days of our lives. Lord, keep Keep us us safe all the days of our lives. Once I said, in the noontime of life I must depart to the gates of the netherworld where I shall be consigned for the rest of my years. 
I said, I shall see the Lord no more in the land of the living. No longer shall I behold my fellow men among those who dwell in the world. My dwelling, like a shepherd's tent, is struck down and borne away from me. You have folded up my life like a weaver who severs the last thread. Day and night you give me over to torment. I cry out until the dawn. Like a lion he breaks all my bones. Day and night you give me over to torment. Like a swallow I utter shrill cries. I moan like a dove. My eyes grow weak, gazing heavenward. O Lord, I am in straits. Be my surety. You have preserved my life from the pit of destruction when you cast behind your back all my sins. For it is not the netherworld that gives you thanks, nor death that praises you. Neither do those who go down into the pit await your kindness. The living, the living give you thanks, as I do today. Fathers declare to their sons, O God, your faithfulness. The Lord is our Savior. We shall sing to stringed instruments in the house of the Lord all the days of our life. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, keep keep us safe all the days of our life. To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. To you our praise is due in Zion, O God. To you we pay our vows, you who hear our prayer. To you all flesh will come with its burden of sin. Too heavy for us are offenses, but you wipe them away. Blessed is he whom you choose and call to dwell in your courts, We are filled with the blessings of your house, of your holy temple. You keep your pledge with wonders, O God, our Savior, the hope of all the earth and of far distant isles. You uphold the mountains with your strength. You are girded with power. You still the roaring of the seas, the roaring of their waves and the tumult of the peoples. The ends of the earth stand in awe at the sight of your wonders. The lands of sunrise and sunset you fill with your joy. You care for the earth. Give it water. You fill it with riches. Your river in heaven brims over to provide its grain. And thus you provide for the earth. You drench its furrows. You level it, soften it with showers. You bless its growth. You crown the year with your goodness. Abundance flows in your steps. In the pastures of the wilderness it flows. The hills are girded with joy. The meadows covered with flocks. The valleys are decked with wheat. They shout for joy, yes, 
they sing. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, hope of all the earth, hear the humble prayer of your children as we sing your praises. Pour out your Spirit on us so that our lives may bear fruit abundantly. To you, O God, our our praise is due in Zion. A reading from 1 Thessalonians. You are not in the dark, brothers, that the day should catch you off guard like a thief. No, all of you are children of light and of the day. We belong neither to darkness nor to night. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Lord, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Lord, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Dawn finds me watching, crying out for you. All my trust is in your promise. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Lord, save us from the hands of all who hate us. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, save us from the hands of all who hate us. Let us bless our Savior, who enlightens the world by his resurrection. Let us humbly beg him. Keep us, Lord, on your path. Keep Keep us, Lord, on your path. Lord Jesus, we honor your resurrection in our morning prayer. The hope of your glory enlightens our day. Keep Keep us, Lord, on your path. Accept, Lord, our prayers and petitions. As the firstfruits of our day. Keep Keep us, Lord, on your path. 
Grant that we may progress today in your love. And that all things may work together for our good and the good of all. Keep Keep us, Lord, Lord, on on your path. path. Make our light shine so brightly before men that seeing our good works they may give glory to the Father. Keep Keep us, Lord, on your path. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Our Father, who who art art in heaven, heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord Jesus Christ, true light of the world, You guide all mankind to salvation. Give us the courage, strength, and grace to build a world of justice and peace ready for the coming of that kingdom. You live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. It's Tuesday, another great day to go out and share the good news. Morning Air is coming up with John and Glenn in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's do this again tomorrow morning at 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. You go out now and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.